This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul-Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the State House is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. So that's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth, comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Man, do we have a big show for you. Not one, not two, but three really great guests. We're going to get things started with Linda McMahon. She's the administrator for Donald Trump's Small Business Administration. She's also the former CEO of World Wrestling Entertainment. So we're going to talk with her. She was in the Circle City yesterday. Plus, we're going to talk with former IndyCar driver and IndyCar owner, Sarah Fisher. Sarah, uh, now a business owner in Speedway, which is actually where Linda McMahon was. So we're going to talk about some IndyCar memories. We're going to talk about uh, owning a small business now here in central Indiana. And that'll be a great conversation. Then we're going to wrap up our program talking to our good friend, United States Senator Joe Donnelly. So much to get to. Let's get right on it. Here's my conversation with the administrator of the Small Business Administration, former CEO of World Wrestling Entertainment, Linda McMahon. Thank you so much, Mrs. McMahon, for being with us today. First of all, let me start by saying thank you for all the great childhood memories. Um, you have been such a great part of, of my life and your family. Uh, thanks for being here in the Circle City. Well, it's fantastic. I'm enjoying myself immensely being here today. Now, the average person would say, why does a successful business person like yourself, a great family business, why do you leave that to be in government? What about this job was, was so interesting? Well, I actually left WWE in 2009 uh, to run for the U.S. Senate in Connecticut. I ran twice. I didn't win. Then I started a company called Women's Leadership Live and was really enjoying that, working with my co-founders, uh, launching that, you know, for... Uh, you know, for women who are transitioning, coming back into the workplace, starting their own companies and all of that. And then I got this call <laughs> <laughs> from the president-elect, Donald Trump at that time, and he asked me if um, I would come in and talk to him about being part of his cabinet and uh, 
and running the Small Business Administration or serving as administrator. And I was incredibly flattered to do that. Uh, and when he talked to me, he said, look, I'm, I'm trying in all of the aspects of the cabinet that I'm building to bring people in who've actually had experience. He said, and small businesses are the backbone of our economy. They're the engines of our economy. And I really want somebody in there who's done it. So he knew I had. Um, and we have known him for a pretty good while. So I was very happy to take on the responsibility and, and try and do a good job for our country. You, a lot of people think, man, you ran this really big company, but you and your husband, it was a very small company when you started. He and I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he and I shared a desk in our basement, then we, we built it, and we did each and every job until we couldn't do that job anymore, and then we hired the next employee, then the next employee, and the next employee. And believe it or not, we hired our first employee April 1st, 1980. Wow. And he's still there. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're, you are also a family business. Your daughter, your son, your daughter's husband now very involved. So you, when you speak to these folks, like here in Indianapolis that are small business owners, you've, you've walked the walk. I have, and I think that's what's so, so crucial in understanding all of the aspects of building a business, especially a small business, um, is that... When you start out small like that, and it is family, and there are sacrifices that you make when your children are small, that is for sure. I think, I don't know that there is a mother, fathers too, but more often than not, mothers who, who can't really say that they've never felt guilty right. when they left or when they were away from their children. And so you really do have to try to have that work-life balance. But as uh, I heard Ivanka Trump say last week, she just thrown the whole notion of balance out the window because <laughs> she was setting herself up for failure. Again, our guest is uh, Mrs. Linda McMahon. She's the administrator for the Small Business Administration. Take us through what a call from President Trump is like. We, I was given the privilege of interviewing President Trump before. It's a very humbling experience. But what is a call like from the president to say, can you come serve your country? <laughs> compelling. It's compelling. Uh, flattering. Um, a little daunting, but uh, incredibly filled also with pride. And so I couldn't have been more excited or thrilled, you know, to take on this responsibility. And he asked me as I was leaving his office, he said, I have one request. And I said, and what is that? And he said, do a good job. <laughs> That's and, it. But, but he said it with such sincerity. And I told him I would do my best. And if my best wasn't good enough, I would gladly step aside for him to put someone else in. He said, well, I couldn't ask for more than that. Uh, when you were involved with President Trump from a business perspective some 30 years ago or even more recently in the 2000s, did you ever think, this guy's going to be president and I'm going to be heading up the Small Business Administration? Well, now you know the answer to that is clearly no. <laughs> <laughs> What, uh, what are the goals of the Small Business Administration? What are some of the initiatives you're putting forward? My vision for SBA really is I, I want it to be better, better known. SBA does so many things through its many loan programs. It supports minorities. Uh, it provides loans to people who can't get loans anywhere else. It also supplies loans for people like um, the folks who are here uh, that are expanding and growing, and they need a little help with the rest of their financing. SBA is not the first line of financing, but when the government can underwrite a loan, it really does help people get it that couldn't get it. So I want to make sure that we are reaching as many people in the public as we can. 
when um when my husband and I started, I didn't know anything about SBA. I wish I had. Yeah. Because as much as the access to capital is part of what SBA does, the other part of it is counseling, mentoring through the SCORE program where uh, retired CEOs or executives come and give advice voluntarily, and it doesn't cost uh, the person who comes in to get that advice, through our women-owned business centers, through our entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial development centers. So... I found that the access to capital uh, is very important, but that, that counseling and mentoring is equally important. A lot of times people enter government and you say, oh, this person's from the government, they don't have experience with, with me. When you're able to tell people your story, like funding the first WrestleMania, you know, putting everything on the line, that probably really resonates with people to go, this person gets me because they've been there before. Sure, and when I tell them that I've been bankrupt before and lost everything. Um, you know, you, when your car, I mean, when your house is auctioned off in your neighborhood and your car is repossessed in the driveway, you're pregnant with your second child, I, I get the hardship. But I've often said it's really not how you fall, it's how you get up. And you just have to get back up and work your way back into it and continue to have your resolve. Now, Vince and I were very lucky. We were young when this happened. Uh, and we had the resilience to, you know, to get back in. And, well, we didn't have any choice, so we did it. I get our guest, uh, Mrs. Linda McMahon, head of the Small Business Administration. One of the things President Trump talked about during the campaign was that it's very easy for guys like him who have money to get capital. It's harder for the average person to get capital. What are some of the things the Small Business Administration is doing to help these you know, middle-income folks who want to start businesses get capital? Well, the mere fact that it guarantees loans. So it underwrites loans that the banks are not able to give often at this particular time due to the regulatory environment, uh, which is the other thing that President Trump is working on to change. But under you know, the Dodd-Frank laws, community banks that know the people in their community, that the people in the community would always go to to open their deli or their barber shop or their nail salon or the grocery store, and the bank knew them and knew their family. And so they were willing to take a little bit more of a risk that they're precluded from taking now. So SBA being able to underwrite those loans and to give some guarantee uh, obviously um, does give a little more uh, comfort to the banks and makes it possible in the regulatory environment. Wrestling was such a big part of Indianapolis, and obviously there was a WrestleMania here, and great, it's like Bobby the Brain Heenan were here. Is it pretty cool to be in the Circle City where your company had so many great memories? It's, it's definitely great to be here, but I've never been in Speedway before. This is your first time here? My first time to Speedway, so I'm looking forward also to going out to the track this afternoon, but it's, it's really fun being here in, uh, in the karting this afternoon. This is Have just you been so fun. in the cart yet? Have they put you in the cart yet? No, I've not done that uh, because I didn't have my right clothes. <laughs> Uh, but I have them, so when I go over to the track, I'll, I'll be able to change before I go over. But you've been in the wrestling matches, so karting will be easy for you, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I want to close with this because obviously, and thank you very much for taking time to speak with us here um, today. It's, it's a real honor. But what should people know about the Small Business Administration? What do you want them to take away from what you're trying to do right now? I want them to know that SBA really is an integral part of supporting the growth of small business, helping them start, helping them scale and grow, and being supportive all the way through, through the counseling, uh, helping them get access to government contracts, which is a big part often of small businesses and manufacturing especially. So I want them to know more about SBA, and we've got 68 district offices, one of them here. 
and it's one of the reasons that I'm I'm here today. I was here for their for the awards luncheon, and um, yesterday in Washington, yesterday Monday, in Washington. Today's all run together, probably right. <laughs> <laughs> Monday in Washington, we had um, you know we we had our annual meeting and we announced our small business person of the year. So I, I want people to know that SBA is is backing them. But, you know, we're, we're going to do a better job of marketing and promoting SBA. Uh, we're going to give it a little more edge. We're going to make people aware of, you know, what's going on. We're going to utilize social media platforms much more. We're going to, uh, you know, we're going to gear it up. Well, if there's anybody that knows something about marketing and promotion, you are one of the all-time greats. So best of luck, and thank you for being with us today. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. That was Small Business Administration Administrator Linda McMahon, member of Donald Trump's cabinet. Of course, she was also the former CEO of World Wrestling Entertainment. And a special thanks to her for sitting down to talk. As many people know, I am a big, big pro wrestling fan. It was a big part of my childhood. It was really neat to get an opportunity to visit with her. And she's doing some really great work with the Small Business Administration. So it's nice to see uh, somebody who had such success in the private sector now serving our country. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, yesterday also had a chance to speak with former IndyCar driver and IndyCar owner Sarah Fisher. We'll talk about life behind the wheel next. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. Participate in global diplomacy and bring the world to the Hoosier State and your home. AUSA is a top-tier nonprofit agency that matches exceptional high school students with qualified host families for a rewarding exchange experience that cultivates leadership skills, develops intercultural awareness, and enhances local families and communities. For more information about hosting a student or studying abroad, visit www.ayusa.org. That's www.ayusa.org or call 415 415- 231-3871. That's 415-231-3871. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9 Friday and Saturday, 12 to 9.30. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. 
Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Thanks again to Linda McMahon, Administrator for the Small Business Administration, for sitting down to talk with us. And uh, Mrs. McMahon, as we said, was at Speedway Indoor Karting yesterday, which is owned by former IndyCar driver Sarah Fisher. And I had a chance to sit down and talk with Sarah, share some racing memories, and talk about being a small business owner herself. Here's that conversation. Sarah, tell us a little bit about this place. It's so impressive. Thank you very much. Um, it's just a collaboration with my husband, Andy. Um, you know, being in the racing business for so many years, uh, we wanted to share that with the community. And, you know, to build an indoor go-kart track, um, <laughs> uh, you know, and then to attach an 8,000-square-foot restaurant to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's just a big project, but so far we're having a lot of fun with it. How does, how does somebody like you say, hey, this is something we, we want to do? Well, you know, I've been the selfish one <laughs> driving race cars <laughs> and um, owning race teams for so long. And, you know, Andy uh, had always wanted to build the go-kart track, right. so I blame this all on him. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, no, seriously, you know, we, we wanted to engage ourselves with the community a little bit more uh, than we had been on the IndyCar side. And, you know, we wanted to diversify our business um, more so than the IndyCar team itself. So uh, it made sense to build it here in Speedway for sure. People obviously know you, and they recognize your name and your face from all your years in the sport. How much does that help when you start a small business to say, hey, this is a name we've seen for years on national television? Well, I think it helped a ton, uh, if only because the vision of what we created was very difficult to describe. And I think um, as you know, people are looking to become young entrepreneurs, um, they have to spend a lot of budget on, you know, developing um, renderings and artist editions of what their visions are. So they spend more time and money and effort um, developing those renderings when they could be saving those uh, and saving that money for the build where, you know, for me, I can go in and explain it. And a lot of times I, I, <laughs> I captured the audience and, okay, well, we're going to just believe you because we have that great partnership um, and we've worked with you in the past on the race team side. So, you know, having those relationships and, and having that trust uh, in the brand that I've worked so hard to build was really important because I could save, you know, all of that time, effort, and money on those renderings and that right, idea, sure. you know, so. So important. tell us about this place. I mean, this is fabulous. It's so much into one thing. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, well, it's, it's a unique opportunity. Um, you know, kids eight years and older uh, can come here and run. We have two different types of go-karts, so a kid's cart, adult cart. Uh, we do have a two-seater. We have a Bigfoot cart, so uh, we have a handicapped cart that is hand-controlled. So we have carts for all kinds. Um, you know, it ha it's a two-level track. Um, it has elevation, um, it has tight turns, you know, big turns, and then what's really neat is the sunken oval, banked oval in the middle that was my favorite part. Um, and then the restaurant really, the 1911 Grill, was to support all of the visitors that are coming, the families that are coming to watch uh, their friends and family race because they've got to have a place to go. As someone who served in local government, Speedway is interesting to me because of the renovation of downtown Speedway. And 
once upon a time, almost where this very building is, I had an office near here. It was an old schoolhouse. <laughs> and I come drive by here and I go, oh, my gosh, this place is so fabulous. It's cool probably to be a part of not only a, helping your own business and creating something for you, but helping this community. It's been a lot of fun, honestly, because um, as a part of you know SFHR down the street, uh, with our race team partner Wink Hartman, uh, we were the second building, you know, the second build, I guess, uh, on the street. So we've we've seen a lot of the redevelopment. Um, but there's a lot of great businesses who've been here for a long time, like Dawson's and you know Charlie Brown's, our neighbor across the street. We love Charlie Brown. Yeah, she's Liz is a wonderful lady and has been so supportive. So you know, it's nice to see some new businesses. Uh, SIK here gives people something to do. You know, you and, and so it, it's just nice to see um, so many different brands now that are on the street. You've been coming here for a very long time, maybe long before you owned a business here. Are you surprised at how rapidly this community has, or this downtown has renovated itself? Um, you know, for me, it hasn't been so rapid. <laughs> um, I mean, by comparison, you know, though. What, what I think is really cool is how, how quickly it's been catching on, you know, um, how, how it's become the trend and how so many people are, are excited to come here and see it. So for me, that's really engaging. All right. So take us through, I would be remiss if I didn't ask this, like what it's like to be right up the road there. What is it like to be, you know, the yard of bricks, this mm -hmm. historic place I'm sure you've been asked this a million times but what is that like you know what not too many people can see the pagoda from their office <laughs> so you know I um, and have fond memories of and it too. have yeah have fond memories of it um, it's just to be in Speedway to be in the town of Speedway is just an absolute honor and um, you know to be a part of the development to help its community to employ so many people and to bring so many jobs here um, it's only a part of, you know, the big picture of what we see this town being in the support of the Indianapolis 500. And to me, as a driver and as a past car owner, um, you know, the longevity of our sport, the longevity of our town, it all has to work together. And I'm glad to be a piece of it. It's really neat to get to talk to you because I guess I'm what you would call a casual race fan. I watch the 500 every year. I listen. I, I go occasionally. Um, but I went to the Rolling Stones concert a couple of years ago at the Fantastic, track. Fantastic, yeah. Uh, I, I left. I was <laughs> <laughs> I had, my motorhome was like 100 feet away, and I'm like, I can't stand it. I got to leave. And I love the Rolling Stones. You I, know, but. I was there for uh, like 13 hours, and I yeah. was in the fifth row. And about, about two minutes before the concert started, when 70,000 people were moving on to you, I turned to the guy next to me and said, the only place left for us to go is up on the stage. <laughs> but it's so cool to think the track is now. We had Blake Shelton last year. It's cool right. to think the track is becoming much like a Lucas Oil, a destination thing that's not just racing. I, it's wonderful. And then to have the LPGA coming here yeah. in, uh, I think it's September, yeah. maybe. Um, you know, I just it's it's tremendous. And, you know, the, the work that the staff over there, that Mark and Doug and Susie and all of them are doing to help make that track um, a destination in itself. You know, the, the lights that they did this yeah. past December, that was awesome. Um, you know, and, and our community really embraces the track. So to see them doing more with it than, than just the month of May is, and just the month of May, I, that's an understatement. But, you know, to see just how much it's worth to our community and to support it beyond that is awesome. Again, our guest Sarah Fisher talking a little bit about some race memories. She's got a wonderful new business here. Well, not that, that new, but it's new by comparison for, new. for, for the downtown of, of Speedway. Tell us again about the business. So, uh, so Speedway and our karting, we're on Main Street. We're literally a half mile away from Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Um, and the restaurant we have here, 1911 Grill, not many people know that it's here. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a newfound treasure and uh, it means a lot to us. And we've had a lot of great new 
new visitors. We've had you know over 30,000 you know new memberships. So uh, we're growing and we're enjoying every minute of the community being here. So take me through the car owner side of things. Mm -hmm. Like I get that being a race car driver, that's a thrill. <laughs> it's a rush. It's cool. It's fun. Be, what is it like being the owner of a race car? Um, very stressful. <laughs> you know, the race car driving bit, I, there's a lot of things I wish I'd have done differently there. But, you know, Wink Hartman was my uh, business partner on the IndyCar side of ownership, along with, you know, my husband, Andy. And uh, he gave me the opportunity to check off a bucket list item, and that was to educate a young gentleman, um, Joseph Newgarden, as a rookie, and to bring him up into the, you know, motorsports uh, IndyCar world. Pretty successful guy. I, well, you know, it took a lot to teach him that <laughs> in the IndyCar <laughs> world. Um, he didn't wreck as many as I did, but, you know, he's he's a great kid, and, and we got to check that off together as partners. And, um, you know, to see him driving for Roger Penske now and to see his success is just, um, you know, I look at him as, as a little brother or even another, uh, another child of mine. So, you know, even though he's, what, 26 now. So, you know, it, it's um, that was a bucket list. And, and to win our first race with Ed Carpenter in 2011, um, and to have my family involved the whole time, it just, um, it was really awesome. And, you know, to have the stress and to have to call, you know, people like Dollar General, when are you sending the check? I need it. I crashed a car this weekend. You know, it's just, um, it's just a different outlook. And, um, you know, how you do that business plan versus how you do a business plan here uh, is completely different. But, you know, it's, it's all in learning. And, um, you know, both are, both have been a lot of fun. It's fascinating you say that because as a small business owner myself, when I watch the 500 and I watch watch a car crash that's the first thing i think of for the smaller car owners is like man that's probably a really big deal because that costs a lot of money like penske it's like oh i got that in my couch cushion but for you guys when a car crashes that's a huge deal you're bet you bet it is you know and it's it's a big deal for roger too i mean uh granted he's probably doesn't stress as much about when the next check's coming but um you know he's a he's a business owner too and he started um, he started as a small business owner. He's just had a lot of time to build his empire, and, and I admire him for that. So, um, you know, maybe one day we can be, be like Roger, old Roger. But, uh, you know, it's, it's just it was, it was awesome to be an owner. We still own equipment that runs over there. We just don't operate it, um, you know, and who knows, maybe we'll be back one day. Do you like going and watching racing now? Well, IndyCar won't leave me at home. <laughs> they refuse. No, I'm just joking. They uh, So they asked me to be the pace car driver for their series this year because Johnny Rutherford wanted to retire. Um, Is that so a job you want? I mean, that seems like a pretty dangerous job. Like, it's not like part-time employment or well, anything. You can only mess that job up. You, it's, you can't really do that well after driving an Indy car, <laughs> right? You know, like, it's, oh, I drove the pace car well this weekend. Check, you know. Um, it's, it, I actually enjoy it. It's fun, you know, to still be around all my friends and, um, you know, all, the, all my peers um, and to be connected to that community still because, you know, I love Indy cars. I grew up racing. That's all I've known since I yeah. was five years old. So. Um, I enjoy it, you know. Chevy provides a pretty cool stingray that I get to run on the weekends. <laughs> they so, don't let you take that thing home. No, or check no. It, check it back when you get. When <laughs> I you have get to. Done. They don't let me take the keys. No, unfortunately. Uh, I want to close with this? You had Linda McMahon here today, and it was a real honor to get to interview her. Uh, you know, from a childhood perspective of watching <laughs> her company for years, but also uh, somebody of her magnitude being in our city is great. But you are a female pioneer in your industry too. It's pretty special. You see how well women business owners are, are doing. You know, to have Mrs. McMahon here, um, you know, that's really special because Indiana is, I think is just growing itself. And, you know, Indianapolis, especially 
you know, racing is is a is a very neat opportunity, and um, we're we're very well known for it. I mean, heck, it's on our, it's on our quarter. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, but to have her come here, it just shows you know that we're gaining att attention and we're gaining momentum, and um, you know we're doing a lot and we have a lot of economic impact, and um, it's neat to be noticed. So. Well, Sarah, thank you for the great memories. Thank you for hosting uh, the Small Business Administration today, and thank you for uh, sharing a few thoughts with us. Well, thanks for having us. That was former IndyCar driver Sarah Fisher. Thanks to her, and uh, I'll tell you what, she is, it was, is truly a pioneer in her field. Up next, it's United States Senator Joe Donnelly. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to Administrator for the Small Business Administration, Linda McMahon. Of course, she's also the former CEO of World Wrestling Entertainment and former IndyCar driver, Sarah Fisher. Great guest today. We wrap up our show with our good friend, friend of the program, United States Senator Joe Donnelly. Here's that conversation. Senator Donnelly, thanks for being with us again. How's it going? Well, we're working very hard to uh, try to make sure that we can protect health care uh, for those with pre-existing conditions such as diabetes and, and cancer and multiple sclerosis. And so the piece of legislation that the House is going to pass today, it looks like um, we're making sure that that doesn't pass in the Senate in the shape it's in. I don't, I, I don't want to see any kind of legislation move forward that's going to take coverage away from Hoosiers. All right, let's start with that. Does this thing have any shot, in your opinion, of getting through the Senate, even if it makes it through the House today? I don't think it does. Um, certainly not in the uh, form that it's in. Um, I've talked to my colleagues, and they understand that over 400,000 Hoosiers would lose their health care coverage if this moves forward. They understand that people who, um, who have multiple sclerosis, that's not a choice. That's something that you're born with. Um, they understand that folks with significant pre-existing medical conditions um, shouldn't be in a position where they can't afford coverage and don't get it. Uh, I saw a video the other day of you with a very emotional mother talking about her health care story. How much do these individual stories weigh on you? Well, for me, I, I spend my time taking care of Hoosiers and representing Hoosiers. And so when I look at a piece of legislation, I think, how will this affect everyone? And when you see a family that um, you know that the fact that they had pre-existing coverage is the only reason that they were able to uh, make sure that their children were healthy, that their families were okay. It has a big impact. I mean, that's that's the real life consequences of the decisions that are made. 
We get our guest, United States Senator Joe Donnelly. Let's talk about something positive. You were uh, named the second most bipartisan member of Congress by the Luger Center. I was very privileged. Uh, the Luger Center named me the most bipartisan Democrat in either the House or or Senate, and second only to Susan Collins uh, of Maine. And so, you know, my job is to represent Hoosiers, not to worry about politics. It's not to worry about Democrat or Republican, but to say, how do we get an answer that makes sense for a working family? Why aren't there more guys like you in the Congress? You know, I, I am hopeful that uh, more and more people will actually focus on uh, the meat and potatoes of making lives better, making sure we have good jobs, that uh, health care is good, that our water is clean. I mean, that's and that our nation's safe. That's that's what I'm sent here for. I've never asked you this before, but who sort of inspired you as a an elected official? Like, who do you say I wanted to be like that person? Oh, uh, probably. Well, I went to Notre Dame, so Father Hesburgh was a real inspiration. Um, and my dad was as well. My dad, my mom died when I was very young, and so my dad had to raise uh, five kids all by himself. And uh, um, he was pretty much a real, uh, a real Irish type of dad, which was we never got in trouble because he said that uh, the consequences with him would be worse than the police. <laughs> <laughs> Get our guest, United States Senator Joe Donnelly. Uh, big, big day for Indiana. The USS Indiana was christened. Mike Pence was a part of that. Uh, what do you think? It was great to see the vice president again. Um, we had a chance to catch up and talk, and I thought it was a real privilege for our state to to have such an amazing uh, submarine named after it. The crew was spectacular. They're very devoted to uh, to our state. It was fun to see the crew, in effect, like make a big pep cheer of basically one, two, three Hoosiers. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably pretty cool for you to be at these events, going, "I'm the Indiana senator," and they're doing something like this for Indiana. That was the, that was the cool part was to r- realize um, you know we have six and a half million plus wonderful people in our state and I had the privilege to represent them at this event and members of the crew coming up going we're really excited to be on the Indiana we have uh, you know we're studying Indiana history and uh, I was I was going to tell them listen I'll bring a dozen years of Indiana corn for you come around September but um, they're real excited to be on the crew. It is the most technologically advanced submarine that our nation has ever built and um, protects our nation every single day. It is some. It will be when it's out on patrol somewhere in the world, and no one will find it other than um, the command. That's a pretty cool thing, and it's cool that our name is associated with it. All right, uh, you're working with uh, our other senator, friend of the show, Todd Young, on law enforcement mental health. We are we're working together as a team to try to help our policemen and our police women, uh, you know, folks like uh, uh, our county sheriff's uh, duties and, and city uh, policemen and state policemen and state agency policemen. So the whole spectrum uh, we're trying to work together with. And it's to provide someone for them to talk to if they're feeling a little bit challenged. You know, our police deal with so many difficult situations, so many dangerous situations that we want to be there for them. So this legislation would provide a crisis hotline 24-7. It provides peer mentoring like they have in Indianapolis. And what that means is that they can talk with other officers that a program is set up. And then we work with the doctors in communities like Brownsburg, 
so that they understand the special challenges that our police officers face. All right, as we wind down here, um, you're working on a federal grant to combat opioid epidemic. Uh, this was a big issue at the state legislature this year with the heroin stuff. Tell us about this. You know, we're trying to make sure that we have funding in place, um, additional funds coming to, Indi- uh, to Indiana in order to help with uh, providing naloxone, which is the um, anti-overdose drug, to help our EMTs and police with treatment of this situation. We want our young people to be able to come home alive every night, and we want to, number one, break one of these habits, but number two, if something goes uh, terribly wrong, that we have the uh, medication necessary to bring them back. And so this um, uh, this grant would, would help with that. And we talked about it on this show. We talked about it when I'm on WIBC. This is an issue that whether you're Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, whatever, everybody should be cheering on the same team to solve this crisis, right? These are our kids. These are it can it can happen to any family, and that's what everybody needs to know. I've seen this, uh, you know, from from the most challenged economically to the family living in the biggest house in the county. I've seen this devastate families across the board, and so we want to make sure that we're there for for our children, for our EMTs, for the police who are on the front line dealing with it. All right, Senator, I want to close with this. North Korea, what's going on with that? I know the White House has kind of briefed you guys. Well, we're standing together to make sure that our nation is safe. That's my first and foremost obligation, and that North Korea um, is never in a position to be able to have a nuclear weapon that could be delivered to our shores. And so we're standing together on this. We're working with China um, as, as uh, a partner in trying to ratchet down North Korea's efforts and um, I assure you of this, that we're keeping an eye on it every single day, every single moment, and there's nothing more important than our nation's safety. Senator, always a pleasure to talk with you. Thank you for uh, keeping us up to date. It's my privilege. Thank you so much. That was United States Senator Joe Donnelly. Always appreciate the opportunity to visit with him. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget if you missed any part of today's program. Not one, not two, but three really great guests. Our interviews with Linda McMahon, Sarah Fisher, or Joe Donnelly. Check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search Central Indiana today. You can download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want. As always, the podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency 
or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. Participate in global diplomacy and bring the world to the Hoosier State and your home. AUSA is a top-tier nonprofit agency that matches exceptional high school students with qualified host families for a rewarding exchange experience that cultivates leadership skills, develops intercultural awareness, and enhances local families and communities. For more information about hosting a student or studying abroad, visit www.ayusa.org. That's www.ayusa.org or call 415 415- Two three one three eight seven one. That's four one five two three one three eight seven one. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's the place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing in Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. 
How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.